Hi, it's your pal Steamed Hams. Join me every week on the Unforgettable Luncheon as we discuss topics in the nerd world like gaming, comics, cartoons, and whatever else may cross my mind. You can find me on the socials as SteamedHams81 on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram, and YouTube. You can also find me as the Unforgettable Luncheon on Facebook. And check out Steamed Hams Merchatorium, the link to which will be in the description of this podcast. The Unforgettable Luncheon, nerd comedy at its okayest. Every year, some things are just certain. Taxes, the Cubs yet again not winning a World Series, TLC putting on more trashy reality shows, and another Call of Duty. I understand sports games like Madden getting yearly entry, but do we really need so many Call of Duties? Calls of Duty? Calls of Duties? We're going to find out today in Call of Duty, the Madden of first-person shooters. Hi, it's your pal Steamed Hams. I hope you're ready for another unforgettable luncheon. Call of Duty was released in 2003. It was a first-person shooter set during World War II. Its sequel, Call of Duty 2, was released in 2005. And for every year since, a new entry has been churned out with the regularity of KISS farewell tours. These entries jump between World War II, present day, and the future! With one entry set during the 60s and another during the 80s with a kind of intertwined Cold War theme. There were also standalone games set during the future, near future, that didn't really reference the other games and were very hit or miss. While the games started with the World War II setting for the first three, they soon branched off. There were only so many times you could show that war if you really wanted to pop out entry after entry every year. So by the fourth one, we were now fighting modern times, uh, war in Iraq pretty much, but also with Russians, because us gamers and living room spec ops warriors wanted our cake and to eat it too. We couldn't just use one enemy, so we needed both. And that spawned two direct sequels to itself, plus a 2019 reboot, which itself got a sequel in 2022. I guess at that point they were just fresh out of ideas. Don't know. But then around 2008's World at War, which itself was actually a solid campaign game, uh, they branched out to add zombies, which was the style at the time. And this, in turn, branched out into famous figures and actors, all of a sudden cameoing in these zombie modes. Hey, you want to play as JFK, Richard Nixon, or even former Secretary of Defense Robert McNamara? Go ahead. Want to battle zombie George Romero? He was a zombie. As Sarah Michelle Gellar, Michael Rooker, Danny Trejo, or Robert Englin? We got you. There was even a mob-themed zombie mode called Mob of the Dead, starring Ray Liotta, Michael Madsen, Chaz Palminteri, and Joe Pantoliano. Basically, they were making Goodfellas vs. Zombies in this to this game, apparently. Uh, actually, I kind of watched that movie. Let's not lie. 
that would be a fun movie. Unfortunately, at least one of the participants is no longer with us. So that kind of sucks. But, hell, let's not lie. I'd watch that. There was even one with Pee Wee Herman playing a demented Willy Wonka-style character, trapping the players in an 80s-themed amusement park filled with zombies and having to rescue David Hasselhoff. That was a low point. Look, when it's sunk that low, just just retire zombies. When, when you're going after David Hasselhoff, just retire the zombies. You know? And when you consistently need big names just to get people to play it, you maybe need to take a year or so off, re-examine, see what you can do to fix it. You know? It was cool, like, for example, in the main campaign to see Kiefer Sutherland in World at War. But then you started shoehorning all the celebrities in, like, mostly in the zombie mode. You know, was zombie mode that bad that the only way you could play was to be a celebrity? Well, this zombie mode sucks, but I get to play as Bruce Campbell. Okay, actually, that's how they got me to buy Advanced Warfare after Ghosts, like, truly sucked. But that's besides the point. Point is, quality over quantity. I mean, Battlefield tried some new shit on occasion. Let's go to World War One. Let's be cops in in Battlefield Hardline, which, let's be honest, was far better than the movie. Let's be cops. You know, Call of Duty. There's there's other wars out there. You don't see a whole lot of Korean War games, which is kind of true. You always see just World War Two, Vietnam, and uh, the Middle East conflicts. That's it. Maybe some Cold War stuff. Not a whole lot of Korean War. You know, dig into that. You might see some cool, interesting stories in that. You know, we'll take a year or two to develop it. You know, we'll wait. I mean, everybody's already playing Warzone 2.0 anyways. So, I mean, the entries between the Warzone uh, games were three years apart. And they were still going strong online. Like, you can't go on Twitch and type in Warzone without getting hundreds of entries back going, grinding for them Warzone dubs. But, honestly, quantity over quality certainly has been a thing with them. If we don't release one every year, they're going to lose interest. That led to some stinkers, like ghosts. Oh my god, do I ever regret pre-ordering that game. The campaign was, like, meh at best. I think I attempted to replay it, like, once. Um, and I didn't really play it that much until I traded it in. Hell, I always give, like, the multiplayer a shot, even though, spoiler alert, I dislike other people in games. I just don't like playing games with other people online. I think in the hour I played Ghosts multiplayer, I got, like, three kills? Like, while not even getting much of a chance to move while being killed, just, I, I would last about ten seconds before somebody got me. So, I got frustrated and gave up. Honestly, if it wasn't for Bruce Campbell being in the Advanced Warfare Zombie mode, which also had an excellent cast featuring Bill Paxton and uh, John Malkovich on top, you know, on top of that, I was giving up on Call of Duty entirely because that game just frustrated me. Now, the story to Advanced Warfare ended up being pretty good. I replayed often because it is a fun game. Uh, but you get the added bonus of getting to off Kevin Spacey. He was the main bad guy. 
you know, is more relevant today, seeing as how he turned out to be a bigger scumbag than his character. And if you play the game, you realize his character is a fucking scumbag. So, there you go. You know, I think Warzone proved that you don't need to release a new one every year to keep people interested. I mean, people were still playing that three years after it came out. You know, and it proves that it's got staying power. You don't need a new one every year. You know, which is more than you could say about the others. As soon as the new one comes out, all of a sudden, the old one gets ditched. Lobbies are empty. You know, forget it. That's the old, this is the new. But until, honestly, they start actively clamoring for something new, be like the Beatles and just let it be. Leave the yearly releases to sport games. They can pull it off better, albeit with a lot of microtransactions, but also microtransactions. What the fuck, dude? I mean, the experiment's over. As much as people bitch about them, they still buy them. So you can release the most ridiculous shit possible, and people will probably buy it while giving them zero advantage in the game, but they bought it. I just spent $5 and got a new color for my rifle. It's mint green. Cool, does it like up your stats or something? No, it's just green. Or, man, I just paid $10 for this skin pack featuring the cast of Police Academy. Well, cool. Like, any cool, like, abilities or stats with the different characters? No, but Officer Jones makes machine gun noises without firing his gun. How cool is that? See? People will buy dumb shit. You know, Call of Duty isn't the only one guilty of that, though. I mean, look at anything EA puts out these days. I'm shocked you don't need to pay $60 to buy the game, then pay $5 to unlock it after install, and then pay every time you want to play. Now, those guys are the microtransaction kings. Now, as much as I'm shitting on Call of Duty right now, I will say I enjoy most entries and will continue to at least try each one, just not directly as they come out. I learned from ghosts. Um, Hell, I haven't even gotten to Vanguard yet, and only because I need a break from the World War II motif after Call of Duty World War II, which, strangely enough, I only got because David Tennant was in the zombie mode. Yes, the fucking Tenth Doctor was in a zombie mode. That's a good reason to buy it. And he's very foul-mouthed in it, which is a plus for me. You know, I'll eventually get Modern Warfare 2, when Modern Warfare 3 comes out. Hopefully it comes out in maybe 2024, 2025. Till then, take a break from pumping them out like NCIS spinoffs. Focus on making Modern Warfare 3 completely stellar. Thank you for coming to my Ed Talk. Well, that's it for another episode of the Unforgettable Luncheon. I hope a good time was had by all. You can always reach me via social media on the Instagrams. Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch as SteamedHams81. Um, you can actually find it all in the description to the to the podcast. I'd love to hear from all of you, even the ones who want to talk shit to me. Join me next week when the topic will be something nerdy. And if you excuse me, I need to pop in Advanced Warfare and give Kevin Spacey a good-ass whooping. <laughs>